0: Welcome to Content Etc, a podcast to help you work through the challenges of marketing your creative small business. I'm your host, journalist and copywriter Michelle Gately from Word by Word Storytelling. I want to help you feel really excited about the content marketing process so you can feel confident in it and know that it's not just something else to cross off your to-do list. I'm all about the gentle and sustainable growth, so if you're after quick hacks and one-size-fits-all templates, then this is not the place for you. My mission is to help you create content marketing that's actually interesting, feels and sounds authentic, not just like a sales robot, and has just a little sprinkle of strategic magic. I want to help you feel really great about your content so that you can show your dream clients why you're their perfect match. Let's get started. Hi there. Welcome back to Content Etc. Today is part two of my Content Spotlight series talking about some of my favorite long-form content platforms. So no surprise, podcasting is among them. That's why I'm here talking to you today. So. As I said last week, last week we looked at blogging. I really wanted to go back to basics at the start of the relaunch, new series of content, etc. So, today I'm going to be talking about podcasting, some of the benefits of it, some of the things that I think make it useful for your business, and then a few things to consider. And I do want to go more in depth on both podcasting and blogging and growing your audience and things like that. As the podcast content etc continues but for now just gonna go back to basics and make sure that we're all on the same page so some of you may not know this but this is my third podcast I've started so I started podcasting five years ago this month with my friend Caitlin we naively launched a bookish podcast called Better Words which we still regularly put out episodes of. We absolutely love it but a lot has changed since we started podcasting and this intro is sounding very similar to what I spoke about last week with my journey with blogging Um, and how much has changed but basically I started podcasting with Caitlin in 2017. We had no idea what we were doing when it comes to technology and we hated the sound of our own voices and we didn't know how to edit or record very well. So things have definitely improved on that front since then. And actually I now work in radio as well. So I don't think I ever would have thought that I could do that without podcasting, but let me take you back to starting the podcast. So we started putting out episodes every single week, just because that's what our favorite podcast did. We were recording some interviews that were, I think good interviews, but very shoddy audio. Please don't go back and listen. And eventually we just got really burnt out by that amount of work because it is a lot of work, which I will talk about a bit later. Um, We got burnt out. And so we switched to fortnightly. And then when I moved overseas in 2019 and Caitlin moved to a new city and started a new job, we switched to a seasonal podcast method, which has served us so, so well. We do about 12 episodes twice a year. Usually they're all interview based, um, which is a lot more work and we really enjoy doing it. But boy, do we enjoy that break as well. So then in 2019, before I moved overseas, I scripted and helped produce a five part, I think it was five parts, can't even remember now, um, a narrative true crime podcast series about a serial killer in my hometown. Um, And I did that as part of the newspaper that I worked on at the time. And that was very much based on my own interest in true crime and a story that I was really passionate about so I'm a journalist I was working as a journalist uh, for five years at that point and some stories just get to you and I thought that telling it via audio would be the best way like I could just hear it in my head that was an incredible process it was incredibly difficult I didn't know what I was doing luckily I had some really great help when it came to sound in particular and when it came to editing my script so that was very very heavily scripted everything was worked out to a t and it was a huge huge project to work on that actually ended up being a finalist in the kennedy awards which is a national journalism award in australia and i was incredibly proud that we were listed as one of three podcasts as finalists alongside two podcasts that were produced by national newspaper teams who had whole teams of podcast professionals working on their podcasts. And this little project that I'd done as a side hustle to my full-time job that I did not get paid for, I'll be totally transparent, um, had made it up there. So I was incredibly proud of it. Obviously, there is a lot of things I would change now, Looking back with all the knowledge that I have, but that's what happens when you do creative projects. You're always going to have that feeling that you could be better because you're always growing and evolving. So then I launched Content Etc., this podcast that you were listening to, in 2020, before all the madness that ensued later that year. And It really was a place to grow my business, to grow relationships, and to sort of just share my knowledge. And as I said, if you've listened to the bonus episode I put out when I explained that I went through and deleted all the old episodes, not because I'm not proud of them, but because I wanted to come to this podcast space again with my fresh perspective and share information that maybe... I had shared differently before so anyway that's my journey with podcasting and as I say I now work in radio as well so I've learnt a few more audio tips and tricks but really I genuinely enjoy listening to podcasts and I love making them as well despite all the hard work and I do think that they can be super, super powerful as marketing tools for your business, and that is what I'm going to talk about soon. But the first thing that I want to answer is a question that came up a lot when I was first starting to talk to people about podcasting back in 2020, and I don't know how much things have changed now, but I used to get a lot of people saying and, and this is funny considering it was like two years ago, but a lot of people were like, is it too late to start? I feel like there are too many podcasts already. And obviously the short answer is no, it's absolutely not too late to start. And as I say, I find it funny that people were asking this two years ago because podcasting has only continued to grow and it is getting more full, I guess. But you know, if you listened to last week's episode all about blogging, And me talking about how blogging isn't dead and there's still so much potential, then obviously podcasts are a lot newer. There are fewer podcasts than there are blogs and web pages on the internet. There are about 4 million total podcasts registered around the world, according to podcastindex.org in April 2022. That number is going to continue to grow, obviously, but there's still so much space for your unique niche podcasting idea. Trust me, there is still so much space. And what I like, though, about the fact that things are growing is that it's becoming more mainstream. It's becoming more normal for people to know what a podcast is. It's not this weird Thing that you have to explain to people anymore especially when I tell them a little bit about what I do it's so much more mainstream now and I love that um, so some recent studies in the UK the infinite dial report measures audio listening um, they've done it in the US they've started in Australia and in 2021 they did their first UK based report so I've pulled those figures because I feel like a lot of people that I talk to and work with are in the UK so As of December 2021, which is when this was published, 41% of UK residents aged 16 or over, so approximately 23 million people, which is about the size of Australia, have listened to a podcast in the last month. So it is just becoming so much more mainstream now, and people are so much more open to listening to podcasts. So it's absolutely not too late to start, now is the perfect time. But how can podcasting help your business? Is it just some hobby that you can do like my lovely bookish podcast or can it actually grow your business? Well, these are three ways that I think you can use podcasting to market your business and that I believe are really, really powerful. So the first way that you can use podcasting is to grow and nurture relationships with a really personal connection. So one of the stats that I always come back to, and it's probably changed a little bit, this is I think from 2019, so it's a little bit dated now in terms of podcasting, is that 80% of listeners listen to all or most of every podcast episode that they start which says that people are so engaged with podcasts compared to the way that we read online and we read blogs or articles, which is mostly just to skim and find the information we need and click out of it. So that is just incredible that people will listen to most or all of an episode. That's the sort of engagement you want. And I think because Most of us will listen to podcasts through headphones. There's this intimacy that you get with podcasts that you can't really with a a blog or even like a video. It just feels more personal. And I hope for you listening to me right now, as I talk to you from my home office, I hope it feels like we're just having a conversation. Obviously one-sided, but I'm, (laughs) I'm always happy to hear from you if you feel like it's a good conversation. So the other thing of course, is that we can take podcasts podcast with us throughout our day. I listen to podcasts all the time when I'm working from home. Um, you might be listening to your podcasts on your commute or just going about your daily activities, walking the dog, doing chores, whatever. Basically, we're not limited to reading that, that blog post, for example, on a computer or on our phone or even sitting and, and watching a video. Um, And I think that that's a really powerful way to build a connection as well, because you're not as limited in speaking to your audience as you are with other mediums. And another thing that I find really interesting from past surveys is that people started listening to podcasts for like enjoyment and entertainment, but as they become more familiar with the medium, they start looking for educational and self-development type shows. And this is where i think a lot of business podcasts fall where you're giving information like in this show and you're having discussions around specific things rather than being say a comedy podcast and i've had conversations with business owners where they've told me there's a direct correlation between their podcast and client acquisition which is obviously really really powerful that's what we want it seems to be really powerful for personal service based businesses like coaches because hearing them talk to you gives a really good appreciation for what it's going to be like to work with them much more so than I think when we read something and I certainly hope that comes across in this podcast it's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast so I think you can just you can build those relationships the same way that you can in a blog but it's just that next step of being more personal and showing more of yourself and feeling like you've had a conversation with someone after a podcast rather than just skim reading and then clicking out of it later on. So the second way that a podcast can be really helpful for your brand is to build a community or start a conversation in a new way around your brand. And this I think is really powerful for those that are ready to play and experiment with different audio formats. And it sort of stands out from blogging because there's only like one or two ways you can really bring other people onto your blog. So, for example, you could write like a feature sort of article with some quotes from them, or you could do like a Q&A interview format. You, you, it's fairly limited. But... A podcast just feels much more like a conversation and it is. It's not sending a list of questions that they then answer without that back and forth. It really is conversational if that's the sort of podcast that you want to do. So if you really want to build that community or you want to create conversations around your product maybe and you're ready to be in it for the long haul, Then you can experiment with lots of different formats or conversations on your podcast in a much easier way than you can with a blog or in the written format. And I love writing. Clearly, I love writing feature articles, but it's just not the same as having a conversation on a podcast. And it's not the same experience when I read a feature versus when I listen to a conversation on a podcast. So... There are lots and lots of solo business shows, clearly this is one of them, but there aren't as many product-based examples that I could quickly point to. However, I think it's still entirely possible to create a podcast for marketing your product-based business. It just takes a little more thinking outside the box and thinking about the ways in which your product is used by your clients or your customers and an example that I'm going to give here is a very new podcast my wonderful friend Thalia has launched the Wild Books podcast and I've been helping behind the scenes with this so I feel like I have a fairly intimate look in it and I'm also very invested in um, seeing it do well because Thalia is a very close friend of mine but the Wild Books podcast is a book conversational podcast and so it's not outright selling Thalia's beautiful books and candles, but it does relate to her core values of community and conversation around books. And you can listen to that, listen to the conversations about books, and then Thalia is going to be putting ads in there that specifically sell her her products, but the main conversational takeaway is related to that feeling of connection of opening your heart and your mind through reading. And that connects so deeply with her brand values. So that's an example of the way that you can look a little bit broader. You don't literally have to do a podcast about how to use candles in your everyday life, but She's taken some of the core concepts at the heart of her business, and it doesn't matter what she's selling exactly, those core concepts and those values remain the same, and she's extrapolating that out to have a conversation around those things. So that's the sort of thing you can do if you're a product-based business, for example. And I should say as well, I'm always happy to be a sounding board for those ideas. You can book a session with me if you want to talk about how you could make a podcast idea a reality as well. Um, there's just so many things if you're willing to experiment and try new things. Another example here is the Co-working Club podcast with Jess Berry. So this is an example of a physical place, the co-working club, and an online community. Of the online co-working club being marketed through conversations with business owners and it's all about creating community and connection again through these conversations with business owners because as we all know it can be really isolating i mean i'm sat in my office alone talking to my computer (laughs) talking to you through my computer so it can be really isolating and these conversations are a way to show that you're not alone and a really powerful way to show off the values again of the co-working club so it's really about sort of standing out from just general blog posts with your personality and with those conversations and i think that you're probably more likely to make an impact amongst a smaller selection of shows than the billions of blogs on the internet especially if you've got a unique format and a really personable format Um, The other thing is with that, of course, is it can be hard to inject your personality into your writing, um, especially that instructional sort of educational stuff. And it's, as I said before, really hard to have some of those more conversational elements come through in writing. So that's where having a podcast can really build that connection and start that conversation in a new way. And you might find it's easier to express yourself in that way. So the third way that a podcast can really help build your business is to grow your audience and allow you to network with other businesses. Similar to my discussion last week about growing your blog through search, there is podcast specific SEO. That means you can be found through your podcasting website or through Google um, using keywords and, and things like that. So putting that content out there can increase your audience in that way. But the way that I'm thinking about audience growth in, in the, in this respect in podcasts specifically is that you can invite people onto your podcast to have conversations with you and you also, by doing that, they're going to share that with their audiences and you should hopefully get some benefit from that. You can do the same and go on other people's podcasts. You can pitch to go on other podcasts. And again, it just gets you in front of a new audience. So I think the main thing to remember with that is that you want to make sure that your values are aligned with whoever you're having on or whoever's podcast you're going on. You want to make sure that there's some overlap between your audiences. They're not like exactly the same, but they're not completely different either. And that it's going to be mutually beneficial to both of you. Um, But I find that a really great way to network with other people and Again, it's that conversation, so it doesn't feel as daunting as like the idea of doing PR with a newspaper or something like that. So those are the three sort of main takeaways I want you to to think about. But there are some other things I want you to consider when it comes to podcasting for your business. Much like my advice about blogging last week, it takes time to build this. But with regards to podcasts in particular, it does take a lot of time if you are a fairly fast writer you can bang out a blog post in a couple of hours maybe less than that when you are doing a podcast you've got to factor in preparing for that episode so i wrote some notes before this that took me time i did some research there's the actual recording of it and then there's the editing of it and the scheduling and The more voices you have in terms of interviews and co-hosts and things like that, the longer your editing is going to be and also more likely the longer your conversation is going to be and the more admin is going to be involved in teeing up people's schedules for interviews. So that's just something to consider. For example, with better words, it takes four to five hours for me to fully edit and finalize and post one of our podcast episodes and that's not taking into account the hour and a half we spend on the conversation with the author the time that we spend reading the book or the time we spend organizing the interviews so there is a lot to consider it can definitely be worth it but it's just something that you really need to keep in mind an engaging conversational podcast will be brilliant for building your brand and building that community, but it's gonna take a lot of time. Uh, The other thing that's gonna take time is learning the tech side of things. It's not as easy as just writing something. Now, it's super easy for me to sit here and say, you will definitely learn it because I could, but if you really think that the tech is insurmountable and that you're not gonna be able to outsource it because you don't have the budget, then maybe, blog is the better option for now because it does involve getting your head around editing and recording software and things like that and there's so many helpful blogs and guides out there for you but it is again a time commitment and then the final thing that you need to consider is that it can be a really great replacement for writing out blog posts if writing is something you find particularly stressful i am all about making your marketing as fun and as approachable and easy as possible. So yes, while the technology and editing side of things can be a bit of a headache to learn, if you are putting off doing marketing because you hate writing and you don't feel as confident about that, but you could talk for days then maybe the podcast is the best thing for you because your passion is going to shine through when you feel comfortable. And if you feel like you sit down and everything's really stilted and you just can't get that personality across in your writing, but you can do it when you talk to people, then lean into what feels good for you. It can make your marketing so much more fun, so much more approachable. Um, you know, as I said before, lots of us listen to podcasts with headphones, so it can feel so much more personal than maybe it feels with writing. So it's really a personal choice there. Um, I find it really fun. I love talking. um, And I think hopefully it comes across in my writing as well. But I think it comes across a lot easier when you can hear someone talking. So yeah, even though it's still time intensive, it might be easier for you than sitting down and forcing yourself to write a blog post. So that's certainly something to consider as well. Those are my overall thoughts on podcasting. As I said earlier, I want to go deeper into things, you know, podcast SEO, maybe growing your audience and things like that. I'd love to share some more stuff about that in future episodes, but I really just wanted to go back to basics, back to the foundations here today. If you have a specific Question about podcasting or about content marketing in general, I would absolutely love to hear it and I would love to answer it on the podcast. In the episode notes, you can find a link to a form where you can submit a question for me to answer on content, etc. You can keep that anonymous if you want, or if you want a little shout out, you can put your name and your Instagram handle and I will be more than happy to answer those questions for you in future episodes of the podcast. Next week's episode is going to be another spotlight on marketing platforms and we're going to be talking all about email marketing and I've got a special guest who is joining me for that because it is not my expertise but I am absolutely falling in love with email marketing so I can't wait to share that with you. I'll speak to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Content Etc. If you head over to wordbywordstorytelling.com forward slash blog, you'll find a blog version of this episode. There'll be links to anything I've mentioned in this episode in the show notes on your podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know by tagging me in your stories on Instagram, where I'm at wordbywordstorytelling. And let me know what your biggest takeaway is from this episode. If you know someone who would enjoy listening to the show, please tell them about it. Word of mouth is still one of the most powerful forms of podcast recommendation. Make sure you're following the podcast to get the next episode as soon as it drops.